0: Previously on Hound Radio's Arch Campbell Podcast. Have you seen the latest Barry?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've watched the, it. There's been two episodes this season three, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I've watched them both and I'm trying to, how do we dance around it? Because I know Bill's still, I don't want The to bit spoil, with but.
0: the dogs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the dogs. My wife and I were cracking up about the dogs.
0: I, I was laughing. So I missed a lot of the dialogue because I'm just sitting there on my couch laughing the arch campbell podcast
2: featuring arch lou Katz, and a cast of thousands begins now
0: well that was uh, jason fraley and me talking about why we love barry on hbo max and that continues to be one of my favorites hi everybody i'm arch campbell and here we are with another edition of the podcast that keeps you informed on the ever-changing world of entertainment. My good pal, Lou Cat is producing and directing. And Lou, how is everything at Hound Radio World Headquarters?
1: We are still barking out the hits, art. <laughs> And lifting our our legs as often as we (laughs) possibly can.
0: Speaking of barking (laughs) and lifting, (laughs) this week I am very happy to welcome a new guest to the program, but he's an old friend of mine. For many years he's produced the website DC Outlook with movie reviews, TV clips, and around town stories. He's one of my longtime seatmates at the hundreds of screenings (laughs) I attended. Let's say hello to Mr. Peter Freeman. Yeah. Hi, Peter. Thank you.
2: Thank you. I miss you at those screenings, by the way. They are a lot, a lot more boring
0: without you. (laughs) You, me, Lou, and sometimes Bill Newcott would all (laughs) clump together up there in the back balcony
2: and commiserate about it. Wow, we didn't want to be there and
0: uh... make make uh, terrible remarks. But so here we are and uh, let's get going. And I really wanted to talk to you because I'm interested that Top Gun 2 Ooh. is opening this week, I think. And for years, as you know, uh, Memorial Day weekend was the kickoff of the summer blockbuster season. And so, uh, the first thing I'm interested in, Peter, is is this the return of summer blockbuster oh, season?
2: It, is it? At, well, I don't know about the season, but it's it's certainly starting off with a bang. This is an absolute, almost perfect movie. And really, how often do I say that? Yeah, never. I, I, I've never heard <laughs> Probably, you say yes. that. A plus. And, you know, it's been what was it, like two years, three years. It's been in the tank, ready to, to go and they keep postponing it. But for me, it's been almost 40 years waiting for this sequel. And my goodness, it's, it's, it's like I said, almost perfect. Uh, how is Cruise? I Cruise mean,
0: plays an older version of the young man he played, uh, the original. Now he's the teacher instead of uh, the maverick.
2: He's the teacher, but he's still a maverick. He, oh. you know, this guy's turning 60 in July, wow. 60 years yeah. old. And I know this is a couple of years ago that the movie was made. The dude is ripped. He's still, he, he he's able to do everything he did in the first one, he looks almost the same. Like, this movie's got a lot of uh, familiar sites and places and, and and people, and he looks the same, He's doing the same stuff, um, especially in the airplane.
1: Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking.
2: And uh, it, he's he's truly a marvel. And and I yes, I'm a big fan. But uh, you got to give this guy credit because uh, even Madonna fell off the <laughs> the earth um, <laughs> after you know four decades. Tom Cruise looks like he could make Top Gun three, and that's without a spoiler. But. Uh, uh, he, so now who is tremendous. the
0: young man who's the who's the kid uh, the maverick well, that uh tom it's miles
2: teller but um miles teller plays <laughs> they've got all these names i think he's a raccoon um but basically rooster <laughs> and uh he plays goose's son and goose if you remember was played by anthony edwards back in the right. 86 original and he died So the son's got all kinds of daddy issues and he hates Maverick for doing this and that. My dad believed in you.
1: I'm not gonna make the same mistake.
2: And uh, lo and behold, he's one of the pilots at Top Gun and Tom Cruise is the reluctant teacher and, uh, you know, insert plot right there. Uh, But he's, Teller is is good, I mean, he's okay, but there are a a myriad of, of great young new faces. And uh, that's really, I, I think, what, what helps top down a lawn. There's like a new Iceman, if you remember, Val Kilmer did the Iceman. This guy's named Hangman. He's basically the same guy, and that's Glenn Powell. Uh, he, he's really good. He's very convincing. And then there's a wonderful lady. Uh, she plays Phoenix, Monica Barbaro, I think is her name. And um, she's one of the, basically, two or three females that are in this kind of testosterone-laden movie. But yeah, I also tremendous. noticed
0: they brought in uh, Jennifer Connelly. I I'm a long time fan of hers. And she I guess is, yeah. she's the latter day Kelly McGillis.
2: Well, the the word on the street has it that Kelly McGillis didn't kind of play nice. So to speak, she, she said she wasn't friends with anyone and never spoke to anyone from the original movie. So that was kind of their excuse to, to exclude her. Jennifer Connelly is, is I thought, better than McGillis. I mean, they, they work very nicely together. There's a path between them and it's kind of rekindled when Maverick comes back to the base and uh, and she's a lot of fun. She's got a daughter and you know, there's, there's a nice little role for her there as usual. There's not a a good stuff for women. I think uh, that always kind of bothers me that, you know, they don't get juicier roles or roles at all. But uh, the Connolly and and that Monica young lady are are really terrific.
0: So Top Gun two, uh, do you th- is this the movie that will lure all of us back to into theaters again? If you see
2: it on an IMAX, uh-huh. uh, well, not the Georgetown one, but the one in uh, <laughs> Silver Spring with the nice comfortable seats. Uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> oh that Georgetown. Those seats are not good. You gotta recline with Georgetown, you gotta recline. But um no, the the sound is insane. And it's the movie starts off with the familiar Top Gun anthem. And breaks into danger zone. You've got all the the, the music is terrific. The sound is booming. The death. You you are going 4G or 5G or whatever the hell they're going, and uh, you 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 can feel it and see it and blockbuster 100% all the way.
0: So it sounds to me like they're doing something that you can't get uh, at home, even with oh. your you know our friend Owen now has oh, yeah. a projector system uh the size of a wall down in his basement and he's got uh big leather seats in there and uh he's got a speaker system and you know he's got all this stuff at home and he would when to get a kid <laughs> <laughs> and then he's Go got the his basement. kids upstairs <laughs> uh and and, you know when i went over and saw that though i'm thinking uh well is this it is this the future of of movies uh watching them in your basement i think it's the the
2: future of the majority of movies yes Mm -hmm. um i mean i've got a 65 inch tv now i mean everyone's got a Mm -hmm. a, a relatively big television you know and with cutting edge screen and, and good speakers but this kind of movie uh you you just have to see it. Uh, the Jurassic World one that's coming out. Um, uh, you you need that IMAX experience. That uh, even the 3D, the Doctor Strange. Um, uh-huh. And I hate 3D, but it, it actually <laughs> added quite a bit. And you can't get that on you know at home. You just can't.
0: You you saw the new dot the latest Doctor Strange. I, that's I to be a Yeah. Series now. Well, they're all a series. They're
2: <laughs> they're all mixed in somehow. And, uh, you know, they they have their guest appearances, their cameos. And you see all these guys and, and gals that are coming in. And it's it's a lot. As you know, I get confused with some of the plot lines. And this multiverse that they have is... Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Caution, proceed with caution. Uh, But it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's funny The Dr. Strange, um, uh, Cumberbatch is, is really good. I thought he, he, he's funny now. He's not the kind of stick in the mud that he was. So they're giving him a lot of lines, kind of like Tom Cruise had in Maverick. He, he, he had these quips and these one liners that were, that added a lot and made him seem a little bit more approachable. And Dr. Strange is the same thing. Um, but Boy, they, they really take off at the end of that movie. There, There's so many new people coming in. And there's even like a new Captain Marvel and a new uh, Captain America. And, oh, you know, God. they change colors. They change sex. They change I mean, they are, <laughs> the rules are suspended. And it's it's fine, but it takes a while to, to take it all in. But that was actually pretty good. I gave it a B minus. <laughs> So, yeah. you know, for me that's that's not bad.
0: Uh, yeah, I was reading about Amber Heard the other day oh. and I read that she's in Aquaman. I didn't even know she was in it. She and she was in she's the, out of it.
2: Well, she's she's still in it, I think, but she's got a reduced <laughs> role. <laughs> I mean, there's she was underwater for the entire film, as far as I remember. But uh, that was a clunker of a movie. That second one, I think, or was there even a second one yet? It's hard to tell.
0: <laughs> but she's busy in court right now. I don't know if she like got time to make a movie. Uh, well, I guess not. They seem—they just—I keep keep seeing the same titles over and over again. So you noticed. You mentioned to me you saw the new fire starter i remember <laughs> uh the first one the first one was lousy why yeah. oh but was, is the, much was worse. that drew barrymore
2: uh, drew barrymore sadly is not in this one because she could have been she could have played the kid better than this kid this <laughs> what is, i called her a, a pint-sized katie holmes um she's
0: insufferable <laughs> She's,
2: she's walking around, she's got these powers, you know, to set things on fire, and, and she, gets, she leaves the school, and at one point she's waiting for her father, who's played perfectly by Zach Efron, who's now doing daddy roles, but uh, she's, out, she's out in this, the middle of the street, and this poor little cat comes up to her and scratches her. So what does this kind, compassionate, 11-year-old child do? She burns him to death. And then... <laughs> and that's not a spoiler at all. That that should draw you in.
0: Everything okay, Charlie? It happened again. What
1: happened? The bad thing. I hate living like
0: this.
2: Zach Efron comes <laughs> out and he goes, "What did you do?" And well, ten can't. seconds later, they're having a funeral with uh, <laughs> this decomposing cat. That is, uh, it just goes downhill from there. Oh, absolutely God. rubbish! A pure well, f. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm why did they, it. why
0: did you know? Do we need another fire starter?
2: No, we, the thing is, just I mean, you said you remembered it, and and, and hats off to you. But that, that one was back when I was still, I think, in high school or, or just going into college, <laughs> and it had a lot of good stars. It was uh, uh-huh. Martin Sheen, was in it, George C. Scott. Uh, yeah. There were some big names in that, and this uh, Zach Efron and a cast of Nobody's and uh there's a there's a uh, oh god don't see it and it's on tv you can see it on peacock yeah. if you're if you're lucky enough to have that channel but uh <laughs> pass pass, pass.
0: Peacock. <laughs> you saw Nick cage the unbearable weight oh, of massive talent and i have did. been hearing really good things about that and i will in fact you and i we talked uh that was Going to be the one that was going to lure me back to the matinee.
2: Yeah, haven't seen it it yet though. Uh, Same. I know it's Um, about
0: to come. uh, It's about to start streaming. I think.
2: Oh, then stream away with it. Get in the water and and jump right in. This is another (laughs) (laughs) a really good but funny movie. Good for home too. You don't. It's short on special effects. I mean, there's a couple of shootouts and stuff, but oh no, it's it's hilarious. I gave it a B plus again. Very high grade for me. Um, Cage is kind of a jerk at the beginning he's he's actually nicholas Cage. he's not playing a character um you know he's, he's his career has hit rock bottom and this rich guy in europe is saying hey come over to my birthday party and i'll give you a million
1: bucks we got another offer it's a million bucks it's to attend a wealthy gentleman's birthday party the guy that
2: owns this house what's his name hobby hobby mr Cage. excuse me is hobby going to want me to uh you yeah. know. I'm not sure I understand. Look, I am Harvey. So, his, uh, Nick Cage's, um, agent, or whatever he is, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Boy, he's oh, everywhere. perfect. Oh, perfect That's indeed. he's not bad. I like him. He's, 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 he's a little full of himself, but he's fun. But he, he says, go for it. And, uh, he flies over there, and he meets, uh, Pedro Pascal, who's one of my favorite actors, uh, just love him. And these two, he's kind of like a, a they call him the Spanish, uh, Uh, Dr. No in the movie, but uh, he's a, he's got a a very cool chic kind of style, but he's a fanboy of Nicolas Cage and he loves him. And these two become instant buddies. And uh, before you know it, the CIA is in it, the FBI, (laughs) Interpol. uh, It's a little crazy. You have to suspend belief, but the, the dynamic between Cage and Pascal, especially Cage, because he pokes funded himself. himself, uh, they're just a joy to watch. They're real. It's funny, funny, funny. Uh, well, one it, of the things I on.
0: understand is, you know, Nick Cage made a string of really clunkers, and I understand he did it because he had money problems. <laughs> he even Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs>
2: they, no, they have expensive taste. They, I mean, uh, they're known in the world for ten thousand dollar bottles of wine and. Conair has been what 40 years ago?
0: <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah.
2: Sorry, buddy. Let's make another one.
0: <laughs> and finally, I want to ask you about yes. another yet another documentary oh. that has my attention is uh Automat. And I oh, frankly yeah. I'm I'm looking for the Automat to uh pop up on uh, some channel quick the way well, documentaries do, but it's the old story of the Automat, which I understand is coming back. It
2: it is. And it's still here, so to speak, at the Avalon Theatre. It's going to be there Mm. today and tomorrow if you're in, I know you're not up here now, but uh, in your old stomping grounds. And that's a nice little theatre. You have to wear a mask still, but you you can see it there and that's nice. The Automat is, boy, I saw it a a long time ago, but it was uh, it's nostalgic. It's it's educational, but it's 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 and if you've been to hot shops or you know any of these greasy spoons or cafeteria kind of places, um, uh, it's it's going to bring back so many memories.
0: There was nothing like the coffee at the
2: automat.
1: in the Silverway. Here comes the actor. It was right near the theaters, and the food was so fresh.
2: I'd never been to an actual automat. Um, Although they did open one up in D.C. a few years ago on Pennsylvania Avenue, of all places, really by the White I... House, yeah, different brand name, it wasn't the uh-huh. same uh-huh. name, but uh, it was a, an unmitigated disaster, kind of like firestarter, and it uh, <laughs> got extinguished, unintended in in a year. But they tried it. I mean, it was you know the same the whole concept, not not nickels and all, but you had to put in your credit card, but the same thing where you get your food out of these uh, machines. And well, and, of, you know, that.
0: that kind of resonates now with uh, some people still won't uh, go out to eat unless they can sit outdoors and, mm. uh, you know, the touchless, <laughs> touchless food preparation. I'm
2: touching everywhere I go. I, uh, you know, I still don't have it. I, I got my second uh, booster uh, yes uh, the other day. Uh, I'm I'm confident. Indoors, outdoors. I'll even I'll start indoors and move outdoors before the end of the year. <laughs> So, but the Automat is good. Even if it's a beautiful day, I would totally eat in uh-huh. an, an Automat, but they, you know, it's, it's a, a bygone era and the and the movie, it's, it's really uh, the director, she's uh, friendly with Mel Brooks, who's still alive. God bless him. And yeah. he's, he's got his fingerprints all over this movie in terms of he's he's the, the primary uh, interview or practically narrates the thing. And uh, he, he, he loved this thing and, and, uh, you 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 he really puts you back in there Um, yeah he's probably
0: an investor in in the new automats which they are starting to roll out now but you know that's fine i'm i'm interested in that and uh you know god love him so man you you have been busy you you're you're back in the stream
2: oh you know i was supposed to go to sydney Harmon last night um they're doing our town a business attire, mm. so you can imagine my joy plus you have to wear a mask but they canceled the press night because uh, someone in the cast got covid so they had to push oh. it back to the end of the week so i'm ready to do stuff but it's you know it's 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 slowly coming back to sort of normal and um it's fun you know summer is a lot of outdoor stuff so you can kind of do right. that but yeah uh, the restaurants are still open and Still serving and giving me free meals every now and then. So,
0: <laughs> Peter Freeman. Thought, to, let travel. me tell everyone we're speaking with Peter Freeman, who is the editor and publisher of DC Outlook. And uh, uh, our friend Owen calls you Peter Freeman.
2: <laughs> hey, he's gotten into it's... a lot of those movies because of me. You should be careful. <laughs> If he's a good free... guy. I miss him, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Gilbert Godfrey? God bless him. He just yes. Passed
0: away. Oh, God, I love Gilbert Gottfried.
2: He, he's one of those, like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He just kind uh-huh. of resonates with everyone. But he, he passed away, but he would come on the... Howard Stern Show, and of which I used to listen to all the time. Mm-hmm. And he was notorious, notorious for being a, a moocher. He would take <laughs> bottles of water with him when he left. And there was a Cupcake, <laughs> Cupcake Wednesday, he'd be out there picking and asking for a bag and some napkins. And I'm not quite there yet. I refuse to pay for water or, or even ask for it, but uh, you, you know, know I, Gilbert Godfrey like came stuff.
0: to town for some reason, I forget why, and I interviewed him. And the no. technique was every, I w- every question I would ask, I would say, what brings you to Washington? He would repeat the question back, what brings me to Washington? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, fine, he's trying to figure out a reason. It was something uh-huh. something
2: free was number one. <laughs> he had a kid, two a kid or two kids at the end and he got uh, married finally and well he got a bad rap but he he could just get you into just bend bend uh, over backwards laughing. I mean he, a hilarious person. I mean, I'm going to miss him. He was a funny man.
0: So uh Peter, you know the the uh number one question on this podcast is what are you watching? And of course you've told us a lot about movies, but uh Oh, uh, what are you, what are you watching at home?
2: Well, well, mm, not that I'm not alone at home anymore. Now I now have a a, a, a live in roommate, partner and a cat. Oh, so she oh, watches a, a lot of, a lot of television and uh, I'll kind of jump in, but she got me on a killing Eve, um, which we're on the final yeah, that. and uh, I love that. And that is, I tell you what. And I, I and I mentioned it earlier about the movies. There's not a lot of um, I think super good female uh, right. roles yet, alone whole productions. And Killing Eve is very female centric, but you you wouldn't know it unless you're you know keeping score. But that's a terrific show, and uh, Jodie Comer and Sandra Oh they're mm. they're wonderful. And, and so we're on the last season of that.
0: Um, I've gotten uh, to be a big fan of Hacks with Gene Smart. Mm, Have you found that yet yes, on I HBO Max? That.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, she found it, but uh, I found it to be boring. So <laughs> oh, you're not? Uh, I, I, I I went for a jog or a snack or some, <laughs> something free.
0: I i I, I, I couldn't. I'm a fan of Hacks. It's on HBO Max. Uh, it's Gene uh, Smart as kind of a Joan Rivers type character. And uh, Hannah Einbinder is her, is a young up-and-coming comic who's hired to freshen up Gene's act. And so, you know, it's sort of a generational thing. And Hannah is the daughter of Lorraine Newman, if that means oh, anything to it you. Does. Did Saturday you know that?
2: Night. I call it yes. Saturday Night Fever, but Saturday Night Live. Saturday yeah.
0: Night Live, Yeah. Have
2: you watched Saturday Night Live lately? Uh we watched the we watched the beginning part, you know, the where they had their mm-hmm. skit so-called, but uh that's I think I don't know how it's still on television. It's um, I
0: I think it's, it's generic uh, and flat and uh, uh and disappointing week after week after week. And I've gotten to where year I year after it.
2: year after year. Yeah.
0: I tape it and then I just find myself fast forwarding through most of it. And what I also tape is at 10 o'clock on NBC, they run an old one. And Uh, the old ones are far superior. Oh, sure. At least the skits, you know, and and by an old one, they'll run one from 2005. That's a lot better. And those are hit or miss
2: because they can kind of cherry pick with those kind of, you know, those recap shows or whatever. Unless just showing the whole episode, I'm not sure. But boy, I don't know how that show made it out of the '80s yet alone. It's still going strong now because it's not going strong at all. And I guess people are just stuck at home on a Saturday night, and the name says it you all. You know, it's death.
0: it's habit now. But I I'm I I would look forward to somebody rejuvenating that show because or- it really needs it. I got it. two I'm shows kidding. I want to talk about and talk to you about. Uh, the first is I stumbled onto the Lincoln Lawyer. Have you heard oh. this? It's oh, a series. So now you remember the movie, movie.
2: sure. That, remember that was the good movie
0: with Matthew yeah. McConaughey? Yeah. But now they've they've made a series out of it so on nice. Netflix. It's it's produced by David E. Kelly. Oh,
2: well, who well, that's did, good. Uh, I mean, the practice.
0: The did he did the practice and uh NYTD blue, he? did he? Did he do uh, NYPD blue? I'm not sure. Did he do that? The practice is the one I thought. You know, we were watching the practice and finally I just got sick of the of the major character. All he did was yell. <laughs> 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 ah, ah,
2: ah. <laughs> he wants to make his point you know clear as possible. Ah, what are you? <laughs> It sure wasn't Gilbert Godfrey. You're kind of describing his (laughs) accent. Based on a bunch of
0: books by Michael Connolly. And so I suppose it will be a series on Netflix. The thing about David E. Kelly is he brings all these people from his other shows on. So like uh, Becky Newton is in there. Remember, she was in Ugly Betty. And Lisa Gay Hamilton is there. She was in The Practice nev campbell oh the guy's got two two ex-wives and the actor is a very interesting guy manuel garcia rolfo i think is his name wow okay Uh, yeah uh i you know it's good enough is it's not great it's good enough it reminds me of another show bosch did you watch? Bosch oh, I, I started
2: that. Yeah, that's a it's a that's heavy, but it's that was a good program. I know you you care for that.
0: And the uh, Lincoln Lawyer was written by Michael Connolly, the writer, and Bosch is another one of his series. If you look up Michael Connolly, the guy's written like a hundred different books.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> Jurassic Park, and uh, he was big with ER. I mean, he was uh, all over the place.
0: So. Uh, I'm I'm kind of you know the Lincoln lawyer is fine if you got nothing else to do.
2: Is, is it like <laughs> and the movie? I haven't or... had
0: a lot to do lately. <laughs> oh please!
2: <laughs> is it similar to the movie, or is it? Uh, I think the different... first
0: the first series takes a plot line of the movie, and then because it's a series of ten episodes, you know they have to mix a second plot line in, mm-hmm. and then a third mystery in. And then by the and he's driving around. He drives up a uh, a 1964 Lincoln convertible. Oh, okay. That's pretty oh, a cool. convertible.
2: Okay. And then, well, then he's nice. got
0: two Lincoln navigators. Uh, he, uh, you and know, 2XY, it's the lawyer. So. <laughs> the <little laughs> lawyer who works out of his car. The Lincoln lawyer. Is that what they call you? Some do. Yes. Why? They worked out of my car. By- oh, good for him. Bosch has uh, spawned a new series, Bosch Legacy, on uh, Amazon Prime. And uh, the thing that I'm interested in about that is uh, Mimi Rogers plays a... uh, Remember, she was a hot tamale... Tom Cruise. Was married to Tom Cruise back when she was... Now she's she's a mature actress, and she plays this tough-as-nails lawyer. And she's pretty good. It's kind of interesting to see her uh, play, uh, you know, as a grown-up. And it's the same thing, uh, you know. It's it's like uh, Law and Order, except done for streaming. Eh, eh,
2: is Bosch eh, in that one, or is it just her? Is she the star? No, yeah, Bosch is
0: in this one. Now Bosch oh, has okay. got mad and left the uh, police force, and now he's a private eye working for um mimi rogers honey chandler so
2: honey chandler (laughs) oh i love
0: these names (laughs) and her nickname is money chandler because she's always suing the city and getting (laughs) getting so that's i you know that's what i'm watching i don't know lou (laughs) lou (laughs) Hey, Lou, <laughs> what what are you watching at, at uh, in the uh, Hound Radio headquarters?
1: Well, we've been watching uh, Hacks. Liked seeing Hacks back; that was fun. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm a fan of Hacks. I'm surprised.
1: I don't know where it's going this season. And also uh, on a, on the movie note, we finally uh, had a chance to watch Tick Tick Boom. And for some reason, I had delayed watching that for months and months, mm-hmm. but because you know, musical, eh. But I have to tell you, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very, very interesting, based on a true story yeah. too. So, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: that's the Andrew uh, Garfield one, isn't it? Right, uh, where he wrote Rent or
0: mm-hmm.
2: whatever you do with a, a, a play, you playwright or something,
0: right? Oh, I'm he so done. cute. Oh, I've written this show. Oh, nobody's <laughs> paying any attention to well, it. He oh, he retired
2: after <laughs> Andrew Garfield. <laughs> it must have been so good that he said, "That's it, I'm done." He's actually retiring. Uh, seriously. I swear, yeah. This is he I know he was in that Spider-Man one, uh, but that you know that was in the can a, a year ago. But yeah, he he retired. He wants to spend time with his family. Huh.
0: And I it's
2: thought he been, just got an award for that, the tick tick TikTok, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, I thought he was uh I know he was up for a bunch of stuff for that. Huh. Uh, he'll, well he'll be back. He'll be back next week. That's right. Like uh <laughs> who was the other guy, uh the the Oscar uh winner uh from my left foot. And oh, um, Daniel J. Lewis, yeah, yeah, he he retired, but he'll yeah, be back, nice. they'll be back, they're all back. Gene, Speaking Gene of, oh, sorry, Gene Hackman?
2: Well, he's the only one who really retired. I mean, he, he's <laughs> literally disappeared. God bless him. I miss him, he writes kids' books now. God. What the heck. This is... You should write a kids' book, Arch. That would be. <laughs> I'll write the prologue or the forward or whatever. <laughs>
0: be you know I couldn't child. talk you into coming on this podcast before. I was and shocked. Now you Can't
2: stop me from with...
0: talking. <laughs> Just a, you you have to promise to come back. I'm saving up. This show is enabled by Hound Radio, but our dear friend Lou Katz, the classic radio host. And Lou, tell us all about the Hound.
1: Well, if you're maybe new to the podcast or not aware of what Hound Radio does, here's a little sample of the kind of music we play. What is Hound Radio? It's the best breeds of music. Like classic rock. He's a bit wizard, it has to be a trick. Old school r R&B. it's misery and a whole lot
0: more Oh, radio sounds like the great days of wash fm to me how many years were you you uh, you were at wash fm lou and then you were at, uh before that
1: 1073 uh, yeah uh, between the two stations that was 27 years so yeah oh man yeah man a do you lot, remember man, you were
2: uncle johnny
0: You know, I'm sorry, Uncle Johnny
1: from Q107. I I certainly remember meeting him, but I I was there after he long after he had left. Yeah,
0: I still call it Q107. W what it was WMAQ.
1: WRQX.
0: WRQX. Yeah, it
1: was WMAL's FM station, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right on
0: right
2: where Mazda Gallery.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Or or was whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. Another long departure. Do you know uh, Mazza Gallery? The uh, Mazza family owned it, and uh, Mrs. Mazza sold them the land for the mall with the provision that they would uh, hang a uh, full-scale portrait of her in the lobby of the mall. And if you go to that mall now, I think there are no stores left, with the exception of maybe Filene's basement or uh, TJ uh, yeah. Maxx, and Mrs. Mrs. Mazza's portrait is still there, looking over an empty shopping mall.
2: Well, she's going to be looking over a, a <laughs> thief who's going to pull it down. And like, the way that neighborhood has gone down, my goodness, <laughs> I'm shocked it's still there. The picture, I mean, my goodness, that place is a,
0: a cesspool. It's it's the it's- last thing that's left. I'm it's, it's, I, I man, I loved going to the movies at Maza Theater. I miss that place. Peter, to you are, it. You're in you're in Cleveland Park. Yeah. Right across right around the neighborhood of the uptown theater. And I keep hearing uh rumors that somebody's gonna reopen the uptown.
2: Well, it was all it was all Signed and delivered, supposedly. Um, the guy was putting in new seats. Um, he had spent mm. over a million dollars. The owner and yeah. landmark was was off, signed off on it, and uh, they backed out in January. And uh, he's still going through. He's still doing electrical work right now. The earliest it would open would be in the fall. But the problem is, who's going to operate? And um, I, I, there's unless he operates it himself, I just I can't imagine. But. Huh. Um, that's a that's a real enigma and um but it, you, if you look in the window you'll see it's it's empty right now they're taking out the seats they've paid for and they have the new seats it's just a matter of putting them in and um i don't know that's a that's a crying shame
0: well uh i'm in a single screen theater that, and i think it held almost 800 people after a oh, few yeah. uh you know so love the uptown. Where <laughs> are you now? Me? I'm in the mountains of North Carolina. We call it Mayberry. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the most exciting one I'll have
0: all week. Is it? God, that's <laughs> the most exciting thing is having Peter Freeman on our Stop. podcast. Here we from go. DC Outlook. I cannot thank you enough for coming on here. Will will you return? Will you come back? <laughs>
2: You say that now, but sure I would. <laughs> Once you and Lou have your little, uh, your, your little discussion about who the hell is that guy, um,
0: no problem. Happy to. <laughs> when I get back to town, we're getting together. Okay.
2: I can't wait. Truly can't. And Lou, you, you're, you're, you're the best. I miss both of you at the movies. It's just you know. Uh, that not, was my thing. That made it bearable,
0: you know, so thanks. You're,
2: you're the reason I'm not
0: going. Thing, thing. The <laughs> movies are coming back, and so are we in a couple of weeks. I'm yeah. Arge Campbell. Thank you, Peter Freeman. Lou Katz, you're the greatest. This is the Cats Podcasting System, where it's not just a podcast, but a pod cats.